The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get Mountain Cold Refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And we're giving away $500 in our NFL Draft Props Contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Welcome everyone to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, April 26th, late afternoon here. Here to break down the Wednesday games in the MLB and here to help me out with that, it's only going to be me and our one of our young protégés. It's Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you doing this uh, Tuesday afternoon, my man? Hey, how's it going, Munaf? Good to be here. Uh, doing well so far. Uh, yesterday had a down day, but overall weekend was well and looking to bounce back and have a good week today. Yeah, definitely. Um, Monday was uh, a little shaky for me as well, but right now the only... I don't say I want to say guarantee, but maybe 90% clip. Actually, it's a hundred percent clip right now. If you like the Dodgers to bet the minus one and a half, that's pretty much what's getting it done right now. And then fading the reds, uh, just taking their opposing team on the, uh, on the run line. Uh, it's cashing as well. So uh, those are two, fi- two for sure things right now in the MLB season. But uh, yeah, like I said, we'll be, we're here to break down the Wednesday slate. Um Anything else, any news that you've seen around, uh, Dylan, maybe worth uh, mentioning before we get into the games? I haven't really seen anything as far as injuries or anything like that, but have you seen anything? No, just that once Byron Buxton got on, uh, came back to the Twins, he's been raking. I think that guy, he he, he is so detrimental to the Twins' success. So Mm -hmm. I think he once he gets going a little more and they pick up a little momentum, Correa starts picking it up, I think this team's going to be really in the hunt come September. Yeah, that um, AL Central is really uh, up for grabs right now, especially the way the White Sox are reeling here. Um, The first place team right now, like you mentioned, is the Twins, but their record is only eight and eight. So rest of the four teams in that division outside of the Twins have a record of 500 or below versus the uh, NL West. I tweeted this out the other day that for the 10, sorry, for the five teams in that division, have already 10 or more wins. So, um, yeah, good start for the NL West, not so much for the uh, AL Central. I think this is going to be a division where, you know, we're going to have our eyes on all season long. So, um, you know, you may be able to find some good prices as far as division odds um, for any one of those teams right now because the Royals right now are only two games out of the first place. I know it's still early on, but um, I think, like Dylan said, if you're able to find a good price on the Twins, to even get to the playoffs or win that division. I think that's a good look for uh, some futures here. Um, Dylan, let's just dive right into it, my man. Um, Mm -hmm. Wednesday has another 15 games. Wednesday is always good. I like when Wednesday comes around because uh, we get some day baseball. And the first game on the board is a day afternoon game. It's going to be between the St. Louis Cardinals and the New York Mets. New York Mets are visiting uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Pitching matchup right now. 
Tolerable pitchers are Carlos Carrasco for the New York Mets, Steven Motts for the St. Louis Cardinals. Kind of diving into the numbers here a little bit for Carrasco. Uh, he's had a pretty good start to the season so far here. He is currently 1-0 with a 1.47 ERA, a .6 whip. Um, he's gone five, at least five innings in every one of his starts so far. He's only allowed a total of three earned runs in the 18 and third innings that he's pitched so far. Um, I know in his first two starts, he didn't um, face the greatest offenses. It was Washington and Arizona, but he had a pretty good outing against the San Francisco Giants. Gave up two earned runs in that spot, uh, seven and two thirds of an innings pitch. Did have seven strikeouts. Steven Moss, on the other hand, for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, has kind of struggled out of the gate a little bit. He's two and one, but has a 5.27 ERA and a whip of 1.61. It's really been that first start that is kind of tainting the numbers for Steven Moss against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Three innings pitch, he gave up seven earned runs off of nine hits, but in his last two starts against the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers, he's gone a combined 10 and two thirds of an inning pitch, allowed 10 hits. But he's only given up one earned run uh, in that span. But uh, Dylan, what are you thinking for this game between the New York Mets and the uh, St. Louis Cardinals here? Yeah, I'm going to go towards the total. I do like the Mets. I, right now I see at win bet it's a pick them both at minus 105. If you're able to get a plus price with the Mets the way they've been playing, I like that side. Uh, but I'm going to go to the total at seven. I just think it's way too low. I'm going to go over. I set my line at 8.2. So like you said, Carlos Carrasco, he's off to a great start, but I think we're going to start to see some regression from him a little bit. And the way the, uh, the Mets are very familiar with Steven Matz, he was on the team for a lot of years. Uh, and I just think he's very inconsistent. He has a mm-hmm. good start, then he has a bad start. So you just never know what you're going to get out of him. And his last two starts were good, but his last outing at home, he got smoked a little bit against the Pirates. And the Mets have a much better lineup. Yeah. So I think they'll have a little momentum after that epic comeback win last night in the ninth inning, scoring five runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, their bullpen uh, for the Cardinals, we're starting to see some regression from them. So I like the over. I, see, uh, I think we see some runs on both sides of the ball so give me the over seven in this one yeah i don't hate that i think especially when we even talked about yesterday with chris bassett when we're uh, previewing the games for uh tuesday is that his numbers may have been a little skewed i guess we can say because they face subpar offenses right did the mets in those first two series of the season where they faced washington and arizona and then chris bassett came back I think it was against the San Francisco Giants where he got hit a little bit. And I agree with you 100% that they are playing one of the better offenses in the league. They they are off to an absolutely fantastic start. Um, yeah, I think you're right that we do see some runs in this game, uh, especially it being early on in the day versus at night in cold temperatures. Um, that's a good look. I would probably lead with the Mets here as well. Again, I don't trust the inconsistency of Mats here. Um, you know, the Cardinals offense is, uh, it's pretty good as well. You know, with Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt behind them, uh, as far as Tyler O'Neill, um, Harrison Bader, those guys have been really hitting the ball. Well, uh, Dylan Carlson as well. So, uh, I do like the over on the seven here. I probably lean with the Mets here as well in this game. Uh, anything else for this game, uh, Dylan, before we get to the next one? No, I, I think if you if you see a plus price with the Mets, you got to jump on them with how good they've been swinging the bat. But at a, at a pick and price, I don't think you could go wrong with the Mets here on the road. Yeah, currently seeing, uh, like you mentioned, on win bet, minus 105 both ways uh, for this game. Uh, and then uh, over of seven, over under seven, like you said, a little bit of juice on minus 115. So we may see a little bit of 
uh, movement on that total. Uh, so I would jump on that sooner rather than later. Uh, the next game on the board, it's going to be the, this was actually a time change. I saw this morning because of weather. we have the uh, Kansas city Royals and the Chicago white Sox. It's going to be a one ten Eastern. I'm sorry, two ten Eastern start for these two teams. Uh, again, this game was supposed to be in the evening, but it gets moved up because of weather. Probable pitchers for this game is going to be Zach Grinky and Dylan Cease for the uh, Chicago White Sox. Um, Zach Grinky, pretty good start so far to the season. Uh, Dylan Cease, you can say the same thing as well for both of these pitchers. Um, for Zach Grinky, fourth start so far this year, he's gone at least five innings in both. Uh, he's only had he's only allowed a total of three earned runs in all three start. Sorry, four earned runs in all three starts. His ERA right now is two point two five with a WHIP of one point one nine. Uh, Dylan Cease, on the other hand, two and one so far this season. Uh, three uh, three point three eight ERA. He did get hit a little bit against the Cleveland Guardians in his last start. He went five and a third innings, gave up eight hits, four earned runs. In that game, did walk uh, two guys and uh, three strikeouts in that game. As far as the game uh, line for this, I'm currently seeing the White Sox are favored minus 155 with a plus 140 dog price on the Kansas City Royals. Over under right now set at seven and a half. Dylan, uh, what do you think for this game, man? Yeah, this is, this is a hard one for me. It's a handicap. Ugly game. I did make the White Sox. A minus 160 favorite. So if you were to play or you had to play it, I would lean slightly lean to the White Sox. We just talked about it. The White Sox have looked terrible these past few games. They've lost mm. seven in a row. And Tim Anderson continues to hurt them with his fielding errors. Yeah. Uh, the Royals, they haven't looked much better either. Zach Granke has looked all right, but he's going to be making his first start on the road. And, you know, I, I, his walks are down. His strikeouts are up a little bit. So I think it's a slight lean to the White Sox. I think they get to Granky. And as for the total, I see at seven and a half. My number is at 7.9. So a slight lean to the over as well. Yeah. Looking at uh, Zach Granky's numbers, at least on the road um, back in 2020, it was 4.4, not four, sorry, 4.59. 2021, that improved a little bit, 3.45. It was really at Minimate Park where he was really having trouble when he was with the Astros last season um, as, as far as, you know, uh, giving up runs and 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 his whip was even higher uh, on, at home last season at 1.33 versus 1.01 on the road last year. Um, yeah, I would probably... <sighs> I'd probably lean with the dog here with the Royals, man. Again, with the injuries that the White Sox are dealing with right now, I know they have Dylan Cease on the mound here, Um, but I just feel like this is a good plus price for Zach Grinke. Um, He's gotten off to a great start. I know, like you said, it is his first start here, but I just think that, you know, there's a a possibility that this is an early game where Zach Grinke can come out and pitch well and the Royals could probably steal one here from the uh, White Sox because, you know, on this Monday Monday night game, it's two left-handed pitchers. And we've talked about with the White Sox, left-handed pitcher is on the mound. You know, they usually do well. But again, with the injuries that they are dealing with, um, I'm going to stick with the Royals here. Maybe a, a price on the run line here as well. I know it's a little juiced at minus 150, but plus one and a half, minus 150, maybe a play here for the Royals tomorrow uh, in this game. Munaf, yeah. does it worry you that Granke has more walks than strikeouts this year, though? You know, his number, his strikeouts have really got, came down on average. I mean, compared to what we were used to seeing from him, right? I think it was yeah. back when he was with like Arizona. It does concern me. 
But I quickly want to take a look at what the walk percentage is for the Chicago White Sox. Um, yeah, they're kind of bottom fourth in the league. They have a walk percentage of 7.8, which is down there with the Reds, the A's, the Rockies, the Cardinals, and the Royals. So um, I'm not going to be betting this game. I, I think Dylan's going <laughs> to convince. Uh, but since we do pick every game and give leans, I would lean with the Royals. But definitely, again, check our picks over on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MLB picks. Um, anything else for this game, Dylan? Yeah, no, ugly game. <laughs> uh, yeah, ugly game here for sure. Uh, and again, the weather was bad too, so make sure you check the weather reports um, uh, when you are making uh, any type of play, especially on totals. All right, let's get over to the next game of the afternoon. We have the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, visiting Arizona. This is going to be a 340 Eastern time start. Probable pitchers for this game, for the Dodgers, Julio Urias, and for the Arizona Diamondback, Zach Gallen. Uh, currently seeing a line on win bet of minus 185 favorites for the Dodgers, plus 165 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Over-under is set at eight with juice to the under at minus 115. Seeing a run line of minus one and a half for the Dodgers at minus 120 on the take-back price, plus one and a half is even money for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, both of these pitchers are off to a pretty good start here, especially Zach Gallen. Uh, pull up his numbers here real quick. But so far this season for him, he has an ERA of 1.00, a whip of 0.67. Uh, two starts, they've both been against the Mets, which, uh, Dylan, you can agree to, are, are, it's a pretty good offense. He's pitched nine innings against those that team, given up four uh, hits in that span and only allowed one earned run. One start was at home for him. And the other start was on the road for Zach Gallen. So he's off to a pretty good start for Julio Urias. Uh, one and one so far on the season with a 3.00 ERA. Did get hit in that first start against the Rockies in Coors Field back on April 10th. But since then, he's gone two innings, sorry, uh, 10 innings, given up uh, three hits and only one earned run. Uh, six strikeouts in his last start, five in the previous against the Reds. Did give up three walks against the um San Diego Padres, but Dylan, let me start uh, with your, your handicap here first. What are you thinking for this game? Yeah, no play on the uh, side. I like the under. I cashed on the under nine and a half last night. That cashed easy for nothing and win for the Dodgers. I'm going to go under at eight right here. I set my line at 7.8, so it's right at my point. I think, like you said, I think we have two good pitchers going in this one. Zach Gallon in both of his starts against the Mets, they've been really sad. Only one run given up in nine innings. He's striking out batters, and he's yet to give up a home run, so you like to see that. And with Urias, he's off to um, a good start, too. He had two back-to-back good starts after his first one. He got roughed up a little bit. But I think he's finding his groove. And uh, both teams, they've been under teams to start the season. We saw it in the first game, like I said, 4 nothing win with the Dodgers. But the D-backs and the Dodgers have gone under this number both four out of their last five games. Mm -hmm. And the D-backs are only averaging 3.1 runs in their last five games. They just don't have the bats to produce a lot of runs. So I think the Dodgers can keep this uh, number under the total. So I'm going to dive under eight in this one. Yeah, historically, if you kind of take a look at the number for both these pitchers, they've had success against the opposing team. Julio Urias, overall in his career since uh, the uh, 2019 season, seven and one. ERA of 1.55, 38 strikeouts and nine appearances against the Diamondbacks. And then Zach Gallen uh, does have a record of one and two. What is ERA is at 2.88, 47 strikeouts and seven um, 
I'm sorry, 14 walks and 47 strikeouts in his appearances so far against the Dodgers. Um, and I quickly want to take a look at the uh, splits here for left-handed pitching um, for the um, Arizona Diamondbacks. And they are right now batting 187 against the, the left-handed pitching, which is third to last. Uh, and they've only scored uh, eight runs uh, against left-handed pitching so far this season as well. So um, until I see this offense to come around, we don't know when that's going to be. I think you, I, I agree with 100% on this under that you're saying at under eight, I think it's probably the best way to attack this game. And again, if I was leaning, I would probably just take the Dodgers on the run line because again, I said this um, uh, yesterday's pod that they've won 11 games, counting 12 uh, on Monday night, where all 12 of their victories have come by two runs or more. So don't lay the uh, money line price on the Dodgers because you are going to play a heavier tax on it. If you do like the Dodgers, just take it on the run line. You'll get uh, either plus money or even uh, odds close to even money or like around minus 110, minus 115. Um. Let's get over to the next game of the afternoon here, getting into the evening here. We have the Milwaukee Brewers against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I'm currently seeing projected pitchers in this game. Uh, Aaron Ashby is going for the Milwaukee Brewers. Bryce Willis, uh, sorry, Bryce Wilson for the Pittsburgh Pirates, currently seeing opening lines right now for this game. Minus 170 road favorites for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, plus 155 for the Pittsburgh Pirates over under set at seven and a half um, for Ashby here. So far, he's 0 and two with a 3.18 ERA. The whip is really high at 1.76. Um, he's had about four appearances and this seems like this might be a, a an opening starter here, Dylan. Maybe you can uh, expand upon this, but he's only gone for two and a third inning in his last start. Four innings, three and a third, and one and two thirds in his uh, four starts or four appearances, I guess we can say so far this season. Um, for the Pittsburgh Pirates, for Wilson, he is currently winless and doesn't have a loss either, but numbers are not pretty. 6.35 ERA, 1.76 whip. He's given up at least uh, two earned runs in his start so far. Hasn't made it to the fifth inning. Last start was against the Chicago Cubs in Chicago, where he went three innings, gave up three earned runs. Prone to some walks here. Last um, game, he gave up four walks to the Cubs, three against the Nationals. And he did get hit by the St. Louis Cardinals as well in his first start. Four innings pitched, three earned runs off of five hits. Dylan, uh, what do you got for this game, my man? Yeah, probably going to be a bullpen uh, game for the Brewers, but I trust their bullpen much more than I trust the Pirates one. It's a tricky spot here for me. If I were to play it, I probably would take the Brewers on the run line. If I were able to get a minus 110 or lower with the Brewers run line, I imagine myself being on on that. I just can't trust the Pirates' bats at home. And these two teams, they just played a series last week. The Brewers swept them and covered the run line in every game. It might be a case where the Brewers have their number. It is important to note that all three games went under the number as well. So Mm. both teams not scoring a ton of runs at the moment, but... I just trust the Brewers a little more with their bats. I think they're waking up a little more and their bullpen. So it's a wait and see, but I imagine myself probably on the morning being on the Brewers run line here. Yeah. I mean, for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, you you know, you mentioned their offense. I mean, it's not 
off to the greatest of starts or batting. They're right about average at 234. Um, you know, home, they got off to a great start early in the season, but I guess over the last seven days, they've kind of cooled off. And let me see if I can find that number here for the Pittsburgh Pirates, at least over their last seven days. Um, let's see here. As far as average, they are, yeah, all the way down to number 27 out of 30 teams over the last seven days, batting 194. And like you mentioned, since they did play this team last week against the Brewers, again, we talked about Brewers preaching all season long with their top two guys, at least in their bullpen is absolutely solid and they can really limit the offense of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, currently, I'm seeing the run line at even money for the Brewers. Mm. So I think I like that uh, as an open yeah. number. So uh, probably the buy price up to the were like around what? Minus 105, minus 110. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like absolutely. As well. And I agree with the under. I mean, look, the numbers are in front of you. And, and the, again, the Pirates offense hasn't been that great uh, as of late, like I mentioned. So I think the under is a great uh, spot as Dylan highlighted as well. All three games. Last week between these two teams did go under the total. So, uh, you know, keep it going with these unders. Dylan, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and then we'll keep on uh, rolling out and handicapping the schedule for the Wednesday games. We're brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinBet $10 win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a free $20 bet when they win, lose, or push on a three or more leg parlay with the Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start today. Offer something to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're giving away $500 in our NFL Draft Props Contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Winner takes all. Ross are brought to you by Coors Light. It's a hectic time of year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier ever than before. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. Do you ever feel like you're always on? Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit the reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain fresh, cold mountain fresh refreshment. It's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. So when I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember, always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. 
All right, coming off of the break here, uh, next game on the schedule, it's going to be between the San Diego Padres visiting the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Probable pitchers for this matchup is going to be Mackenzie Gore is what I am seeing and Vladimir Gutierrez for the Cincinnati Reds. Currently opening line over on win bet for this game, minus 160 favorites for the San Diego Padres, plus 145 for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Over-under is set at 8.5 with juice to the under minus 120. Um, The run line for this game is going to be minus 1.5, plus 110 for the Padres, plus 1.5, minus 130 for the Reds. Uh, Mackenzie Gore, 23-year-old prospect that got his first big league win in his last start um, against the, who did he face last time out? Uh, Yeah, the Cincinnati Reds, shockingly. Uh, Five innings pitched, gave up four hits, uh, seven strikeouts, two walks, given up no earned runs allowed in that game. Against the Atlanta Braves in his uh, first start of the season, he went uh, five and a third inning, gave up two earned runs. Did strike out three um, and did walk two. So he is walking about two guys per ba- uh, per outing so far in his five innings that he has pitched over for the Reds. Vladimir Gutierrez, not the greatest of starts so far this season. Hasn't made it to um, uh, the, sorry, the fifth inning in any of his starts. He's allowed at least two earned runs in every start. He's given up three earned runs in at least two of the three starts. He's, and he's faced pretty good offenses, and they've all been on the road. Uh, it's been the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Braves so far for him. ERAs right now is at 5.54 with a whip of 1.69. Uh, Dylan, what do you got for this game, man? Yeah, another under for me. I set my total at 7.8. So even at an 8, I like the under. So able to get an 8.5, I love this play. I did make the Padres a minus 135 favorite. Okay. So hopefully we could get a better price with them as um, more people place their bets. But the Rays, they just literally can't buy a run right now. They've only scored four runs once in their last 10 games. It's it's remarkable to me, I feel like. Yeah. As for their Padres, they've gone under the total four out of their five games <laughs> as well. Both, both really under teams. They're winning games, just not by a whole lot of runs. So I would either play the full game under eight and a half or eight. Or look for the red team total under four or under three and a half. I like that as well. Yeah, they have 13 losses so far in the season. And the last 11 in a row, uh, I'm sorry, the 11 of the 13 losses before they did beat the Cardinals on Sunday. Um, and those 11 losses, they had lost by two runs or more in every single start. So I think for me, um, if you do like the Padres in this game, I think you got to continue looking at you know the run line for their opponents because this team, this team is going to be absolutely atrocious all season long, Dylan. Um, right now, Jonathan India is still on the IL. I don't see an update if he's back or not. Um, and also Mike Moustakis, we had talked about this yesterday, that he is uh, also still on the IL for the Cincinnati Reds. But um, I agree with your underplay in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Padres. You probably won't see me backing the Reds. Uh, a ton this season until they get guys like Mustakis and Jonathan India back. That lineup right now is just absolutely ugly. And like you mentioned, they just can't put up runs right now. And in only the three wins so far early on in the season, uh, two of the four wins that they got against the Atlanta Braves, they did put up six runs. But after that, especially over the last week, they just have not been great offensively. So I'll take the Padres. Maybe a Cincinnati Reds team total under is worth, worth a look as well. 
uh, in this game for me. Um, but that's all I got for this game. Do you have anything else? Yeah, no, just the Reds are going to be a total fade throughout the whole season for me as well. Yeah, 100%, man. All right, next game on the schedule is going to be the Seattle Mariners at Tampa Bay. It's going to be a 640 Eastern start. Probable pitchers for this game, left-handed pitcher Marco Gonzalez for the Seattle Mariners. For the Tampa Bay Rays, probable pitcher right now is going to be Drew Raspinson. Looking at these guys' numbers so far for this season, um, Marco Gonzalez so far, one and one uh, with a 3.29 ERA. He has a whip of 1.39. Um, he has, he's kind of, it's really been up and down for him. He had a terrible start in his first start against the Twins, gave up six earned runs in that game, only made it to two innings against the Houston Astros. Did have a great outing. He went seven innings, uh, allowed four hits, only gave up one earned run. And then this last start against the Texas Rangers. Wasn't very good. Four and two thirds of an inning did give up uh, six runs. Was two earned. Two of them were earned runs. Um, did give up one home run to the Rangers. He did give up three against the Minnesota Twins in his first game. Uh, and then for the um, Tampa Bay Rays, I'm sorry, is going to be Drew Rasmussen. Like I said, uh, he so far is zero and one on the season with a five point two five ERA. Um, he hasn't been very good either. He's only made it to the fifth inning once he's allowed at least two earned runs in every start here so far. Uh, and then I kind of want to take a look at what the um, Mariners offense is doing against left-handed. Uh, I'm sorry, what the Rays offense is doing against left-handed pitching. I think that will give me a more, a better feel on this game. Um, as far as batting average for the Tampa Bay Rays, they are actually number three in the entire MLB in um team batting average against left-handed pitching right now at 283 they are number i believe number number five i'm sorry 23 24 runs scored uh against left-handed pitching they have three hit three bombs against them um against left-handed pitching i'm sorry but dylan what do you got for this game man yeah i think this is going to be a very interesting series two good ball clubs uh they're both trending in the right direction both winners of their last four of their last five they're scoring a bunch of runs in the process i think it's going to come down to who you're going to trust more marco gonzalez or drew rasmussen and for me, I think I trust Marco Gonzalez and the Mariners a little more right now. He's more battle-tested in my eyes, going up against tougher lineups as opposed to Rasmussen, who hasn't gone up against the best teams. And as for the lineups, besides Wonder Franco and Choi, the rest of the team is barely hitting 200. Mm -hmm. uh, the Mariners, they have a couple of guys who are raking right now. Adam Frazier, he's turning things around. So is Jesse Winker. JP Crawford and Ty France, they are raking right now. Ty France might be the, my, the, my favorite hitter right now. He might be the best hitter in the league. Yeah. So I'll take a, I'll take a chance with the Mariners, especially if I'm getting plus price on the road. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Mariners here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think I mentioned the uh, opening lines for this game right now. I'm seeing a plus one Oh five for the Seattle Mariners minus minus one twenty five for the Tampa Bay Rays. over under set at seven and a half at minus minus one fifteen. a run line minus one and a half plus one sixty for the Rays, plus one and a half. Minus 190 for the Mariners. I, I kind of want to take a look. I don't think these numbers are going to be out yet, but first five over really kind of is appealing to me, especially looking at how these pitchers have really fared, especially in early on, because Drew Rasmussen hasn't really made it out of uh, the fourth inning, and he's given up a couple of runs in every single start, like I mentioned. And same thing with Marco Gonzalez. Um, 
the left-handed uh, batting numbers are a little appealing to me for the race. So that kind of makes me think that uh, we're, we'll see some runs early on. So especially with the total of seven and a half, I'm probably see, sure we see a four for the first five innings. I do like that over um, in, in the uh, first five for this game, but um, I don't have anything else for this game. As far as the side, I would probably take the value um, at plus money with the Mariners. Um, but if it gets to a minus price of that and the line moves, I think that value is probably gone at that price point. But Dylan, you have anything else for this game? No, yeah, I would agree with the first five over. I think Marco Gonzalez gives up a few, and so does uh, Drew Rasmussen. He can't even get to the fifth, so I would co-sign on the first five over, especially if you could get a solid four, maybe three and a half. I like that. Yeah, I'm sure at a seven and a half, if you're able to shop around, uh, you may be able to find a three and a half, maybe juice a little bit to the over, but I think a four is a good mm-hmm. number. Uh, at worst, you, I think you'll probably just end up with a push. Um, next game on the schedule here is what I'm seeing is the Colorado Rockies are visiting the Phillies. It's going to be a 645 Eastern start. Uh, Dylan, let me know if you see a starting pitcher scheduled for the Rockies, but I'm not seeing one. But for the uh, Phillies, I am seeing Ranger Suarez. Um, and I don't see a line for this game either. Um, yeah, see. I don't see a line. And for the Rockies, I capped it as Ryan Feltner. Okay. Going for the Rockies. And yeah, I got Ranger Suarez going for the Phillies. I didn't okay. see a line though um, either. Let me see. I think I see one here now. Um, yeah, I see a minus 195 favorite for the okay. Phillies. Plus 165 on the take back for the Rockies over under set at eight and a half uh, with juice to the under minus 120 at the eight and a half run line minus one and a half at even money for the Phillies plus one and a half minus 120 for the Rockies. Um, let me start with Ranger Suarez because he has gotten off to a very rough start for the Phillies here. And let's see. Um, yeah, he's one and oh with the 4.38 ERA, but the whip is high. It's at 1.78. Um, so far this season, he's kind of really been inconsistent. And Dylan, I think you can agree with me on this, that he is having some control issues because he's given up three walks at least um, in his last two starts um, for the Phillies. He's He gave up three earned runs in his first start against the Mets. He gave up two and in five innings against the Miami Marlins on the road. Milwaukee, I really can't take anything away from because that offense just, it, it just hasn't, really done anything this season kind of like last year but nonetheless he had a four uh, he went four and two-thirds innings in that game gave up four hits only allowed one earned run um and then uh for ralph sorry ryan feltner um i see uh this is his first start in the big leagues i'm seeing yeah so what do you got for this game I mean, it's really hard to to side with a guy getting his first start, but we talked about it with uh, Dave Sharpen last week. Yeah. I just don't think the books have adjusted with the Colorado Rockies. They keep giving us this huge plus price when the bats have been coming alive. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing an eight and a half with the total. I would lean over with that, I think, or first five over. I think both. Both pitchers get hit a little bit. Like you said, Ranger Suarez has been all over his control. And the the Phillies, they have a pitcher-friendly ballpark, but you got you to gotta look at the weather. It's a 6.45 p.m. game, but uh, I would lean over our first five over. I just don't trust both pitchers. Yeah, especially with the first start. Maybe, I, I guess maybe they have the advantage because they haven't seen them, but... 
I really don't have much information about uh, Ryan Feltner here. So I think that um, it's probably going to be a pass for me. I'd probably just tell you on the over here uh, at eight and a half. Again, just do check the weather for this game uh, if you are going to bet the total. So uh, let's move it over to the next game of the night here, Dylan. It's going to be a seven o'clock Eastern start. Uh, Baltimore Orioles at the New York Yankees. Tyler Wells is on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles. Jordan Montgomery for the New York Yankees. Currently seeing an opening line for this matchup. Minus 250. <laughs> minus 250 <laughs> for the Yankees. Uh, plus 200 for the Orioles. Uh, over under set at seven and a half with juice towards the under at minus 115. Uh, on the run line, it's minus 110 both ways for both of these teams. Um, Taking a look at the numbers for both of these uh, pitchers here, Tyler Wells so far for the Baltimore Orioles, 0-2, 6.75, 1.88 whip. Um, He did face the Yankees back on April 16th this season, and he went four innings, gave up three hits, zero earned runs in that spot, did have three strikeouts to two walks against the Yankees. in his last start against the Oakland A's, he only went two and a third innings, gave up five hits, two earned runs to the uh, Oakland A's there. And then his first start uh, of the season against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, not a great start. One and two thirds of an inning pitch. He did give up four earned runs off of three hits, uh, has given up a home run in two out of the three uh, outings here so far. Looking at Jordan Montgomery, uh, he's been pretty good, uh, I guess we can say, at least by the numbers. Uh, doesn't have a win yet, but he has a 2.51 ERA. Oh, sorry, a whip of 1.05, 11 strikeouts so far on the season. Uh, he did face this Orioles team uh, on April 15th as well. Five innings of shutout baseball for him did allow three hits. Um, and his last start, he only gave up one uh, earned run of three hits for the uh, Yankees against the Detroit Tigers. Um, Dylan, what do you got for this game here, man? The uh, Yankees at minus 250 against his Orioles team. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the series last, the Orioles took two or three from the Yankees. So I wouldn't doubt or blame anyone taking the plus 225 with the Orioles. I think it's worth a sprinkle. Um, But I'm going to go with the over seven and a half here. I don't understand why this line is so low. I I guess after the historical run with all the unders, the Orioles actually have had a few over games their past few games. So it's not like we're seeing two great pitchers. You mentioned Wells has been bad. Montgomery's been all right. But I think they've both been giving up their fair share of runs this season. I looked at the weather in New York by me, and Mm -hmm. the wind will be blowing around 16 miles an hour towards right field, that short pen, that short uh, field fence. So I expect to see a lot of home runs, especially in right field. Numbers just too low. So give me the over seven and a half. I set my total at 9.1. Okay. Wow. Some value there for sure on the over. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially with these two offenses, I can't, I just can't trust. Jordan Montgomery, and I know he's a left-handed pitcher. Yeah, I kind of want to see what the uh, Baltimore Orioles have done against left-handed pitching. I know their offense hasn't been the greatest since probably in the bottoms of the league, but they've been average against left-handed pitching, actually. I know they are batting 219, but they've scored 15 runs uh, against left-handed pitching so far this season. Um, slugging uh, for the Baltimore Orioles is in the bottoms of the league. But again, with, with especially in Yankee Stadium, when you have, like you mentioned, that short porch, in right field and then left field again, uh, it can get out on down that, down that, uh, left field line as well. Um, you know, wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees even put up all eight runs on their own in this game. I mean, they're yeah. doing that. 
against a pitcher like Tyler Wells, right? So um, I agree with the over. If I had to take a pick, I'm not going to lay the minus 250 price on the Yankees or probably maybe take the minus one and a half on the Yankees. Um, I just don't believe in Tyler Wells. Again, like you said, we can't trust either one of these pitchers. So probably looking at the over in this game is a great look. Um, Again, do check the weather, but like Dylan just said, we're expecting the winds to be blowing out to right field into that uh, short porch over there. Um, Let's take another break here, Dylan. We'll come back and then we'll dive into the rest of the schedule here uh, in the MLB on this Wednesday evening. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose a number of choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest if you pick correctly you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in the main reason i'm excited about over under on sleeper is that the only they are the only app where i can join my buddies contest and play together it's got a built-in group chat where i can see and copy my friends picks with one tap of a button it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to use promo code SGPMLB. And Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPMLB when you deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Floss were brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovers athletic greens. Has over 7,000 five-star reviews. That's right, over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Ross Root brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. 
IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, coming off of the break, let's continue with the schedule here on Wednesday evening. Next game on the board is going to be the Miami Marlins in the nation's capital against the Washington Nationals. Probable pitchers for this game is going to be Pablo Lopez versus Eric Fetty. Uh, Seeing an opening line for this game, I am seeing the Marlins favored uh, by minus 120 plus 100 on the take back for the Washington Nationals. Over under is set at seven and a half with juice to the under at minus 115. The run line minus one and a half for the Marlins is at plus 160. And on the Nationals run line, plus one and a half minus 190. Uh, Looking at the numbers here for both of these pitchers for the Marlins, like I mentioned, it will be Pablo Lopez on the mound, who's off to an absolutely fantastic start so so far to the season. He's 2-0. With an ERA of 0.52 with a whip of under one at 0.75. He's pitched 17 in the third innings total. He's only allowed one earned run. Uh, He's faced, I guess we can say, pretty two pretty good offenses in his last two starts. One was against the St. Louis Cardinals, where he only only allowed three hits off of seven innings. In the previous start back on April 15th against the Phillies, five and a third. Gave up four hits and no earned runs in that game either. So absolutely fantastic stuff so far from Pablo uh, Lopez. On the opposite side, Eric Fetty, not so great. Um, he's has a ERA of 6.75 with a whip of 1.65. Last outing against the Arizona Diamondbacks. This was against the Arizona Diamondbacks, which has been one of the worst, if not the worst offense uh, in the MLB so far. He went three and a third inning. Gave up eight hits, six earned runs against the Arizona Diamondbacks in the previous two starts. Five innings pitched uh, against the Pirates at in Pittsburgh and then against Dylan's New York Mets at home. He gave up two earned runs in exactly five innings uh, in both of those starts. So not pretty stuff so far from Eric Fetty here. But Dylan, what do you got for this game between the Marlins and the Washington Nationals? Yeah, give me the fish here on the road. I was able to get the opening line at minus 115. I still like it at minus 20. I like it all the way up to minus 140. But like you mentioned, Pablo Lopez, he's off to an amazing start. Like you said, he's faced three really good lineups, I would say. Cardinals, Giants, Phillies. Mm-hmm. He's only allowed one run in 17 innings. His walks are down. He's striking out a lot of batters. I'm getting the better pitcher and the better team, in my opinion, at a discounted price. I got to take that all day. And Fetty, he's been all right for the Nationals, but he just got blitzed, like you said, against the Diamondbacks. So yeah. not not good for them. Uh, I think the Marlins, they jump on Fetty early, give Lopez a nice lead, and then he takes it home for them. Marlins, they've won three of their last five, while the Nationals, they've lost five in a row. Two teams going in different directions. So give me the Marlins on the road here on the money line. Yeah, Fetty at home, uh, I know we faded him last year when he was with the Nationals. And, I mean, both home and road splits, take a look at his ERA and whip. They were pretty identical, 5.5 on the road last year, 5.45, sorry, 5.5 at home last year, 5.45 on the road. And the whip was around the same, 1.46 at home and 1.43 at home in the previous year. 1.46 
at home and again on the road, 4.28, 4.30. So he's just consistently bad um, all around. So I agree with you at this price of minus 120 for the Marlins seems like a gift here. Um, I'll probably take a entertain the run line at plus 160 as well, minus one and a half for the Marlins. Um, in the three starts so far, they've had the Marlins have won with Lopez on the mound, five nothing, seven to one against the Phillies. And then uh, it was two to one against the Giants. But um, again, with Fetty on the mound, you should see the national, oh, sorry, the uh, Marlins putting up some runs. So I do love this plus 160 price. Uh, even love the uh, minus 120 for the Marlins against this uh, pitcher of uh, the Nationals, Eric Fetty. Anything else for this game, um, Dylan, before we get to the next one? Yeah, I mean, I would. I just needed a plus 120 with the Marlins on the run line. If you're able to get a plus 160, I love that. Yeah, 100%. I think there's some real, real good value on that um, yeah. for the uh, Marlins here. So let's keep it chugging along here for the next game on the board. It's going to be the Boston Red Sox uh, in Canada to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. Probable pitchers for this matchup is going to be Michael Waka for the Boston Red Sox. For the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, it's Ross Strepling. Um, opening line for this game I'm currently seeing is a minus 135 favorites for the Toronto Blue Jays, plus 115 for the Red Sox. Over under is set at nine. Um, on the run line for the Blue Jays, minus one and a half is at plus 145. For the Boston Red Sox, plus one and a half is minus 165. Um, looking at both of these pitchers, Michael Walker is one and oh so far for the Boston Red Sox with an ERA of a 1.88. Um, diving inside some of his game log here, what he's been able to do. Um, five innings gone in the last two starts, which was against the Rays. And then the Minnesota Twins, he only gave up one hit in that game. He gave up three hits against the Tampa Bay Rays, two earned runs. So the total for the season for him, he's gone 14 in the third innings, only allowed six hits, uh, which is I think is really good for a pitcher like Michael Walker and giving up a total of three earned runs. Uh, in that span as well. Ross Trepling, uh so far uh, doesn't have a decision yet. He's 4.50 ERA with a whip of 1.2. Um, four, star- four starts so far this season, or sorry, two starts, one against the Astros last week where he did give up five hits, three earned runs, and then a previous start was against the Oakland A's. Four innings, gave up two hits. It didn't allow any earned runs, so that kind of herky-jerky for Ross Trepling here. But, uh, Dylan, what do you got for this game, my man? Yeah, I was going to go with the Blue Jays on the run line, but I was able to scr- uh, snag excuse me, the opening uh, line for the under at 9.5. So I played that. I did make the Blue Jays a minus-135 favorite, so it is at my uh, buying point. If you want to play the side instead of the total, I mm-hmm. would take the Blue Jays. But I love the under in this game. The Red Sox... They've been having a tough time scoring runs and they've been under the number five games in a row and they're losing four out of their last five while the Blue Jays have gone under this number four out of their five games, but they've kind of find their way. They've won four out of their last five. So like I I say this a lot, but two teams going in different directions. And the last time these two teams played, the Blue Jays won the series three out of the four games and they went under the number in every game. So I I think it's going to continue tomorrow night. Give me the under nine and a half. I set my line at 9.1. So if you don't like the nine, I would play the Blue Jays on the money line. Yeah, I think the under is a great look. I feel like 
the books maybe sometimes adding a tax to the to the total when they see like these two teams, right? With the with the yeah. Red Sox and the Blue Jays, who have two pretty good lineups, but right now they're just not producing runs. And you know, sometimes you're if you like the under, you're able to find a nine and a half, or even at nine, I think you can still take the under. Uh, even last night, it was what four to six to two as a final yeah. score between these two teams. So uh, definitely sneaks in the under nine there. So. Now, Michael Walker, like I mentioned, is off to a pretty good start here for the um, Boston Red Sox. Um, I think that I would take a stab here for the Red Sox. I think they could probably sneak out one win in this series, depending on what happens here on Monday night um, against the Blue Jays. But um, at plus 115, I don't hate that price, but I do agree with the under, uh, with especially the uh, way that Michael Walker is pitching in the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, you know, offense has been struggling as well here. Uh, anything else for this game, um, Dylan, before we get over to the next game of the night? Yeah, you, people would think that the number got close to the total, but it was 2-2 for most of the game, and then they hit yeah, the grand slam right. late in the game. So yeah. don't don't think that they got really close to the number. They got there because it was a late inning grand slam. So it was trending under for the whole game. Yeah, it was 2 nothing going into that eighth inning uh, between yeah. these two squads. Um, it, it was, uh, yeah, 2 nothing, and then Boston got two in the top of the eighth uh, off of some singles and some hits, and then, like you mentioned, the grand slam uh, by Bo Bichette uh, in the eighth inning and still stuck under the total. So, uh, yeah, yeah, don't be fooled by that. Um, next game on the board is going to be between the Chicago Cubs – where did I go? Oh, here I Yeah, sorry. Chicago Cubs at Atlanta. It's going to be – Probable pitchers is going to be Mark Leiter Jr. for the Chicago Cubs and uh, Uncle Charlie, Charlie Morton for the Atlanta Braves. Um, seeing the opening line for this game of minus 210 favorites for the Atlanta Braves, plus 175 on the money line for the Cubs. Currently seeing an over-under set at 8.5. Run line for the Braves is minus 1.5 at minus 105, plus 1.5, minus 115 for the Chicago Cubs. Um, Mark Leiter Jr. had his first start um, back on April 16th against the Colorado Rockies in Coors Field. Welcome to the big leagues, my man, going into Coors Field. <laughs> Not a great start for him there, man. Three and a third innings. He gave up seven earned runs, alpha five hits. Um, some uh, control issues. Uh, maybe if his first start, he gave up four walks and did have four strikeouts. Bounced back a little bit against the Pirates. He had He went four innings there. Gave up uh, two earned runs and three hits. He has given up a home run in each of his starts so far. Um, And now he's going up against the um, Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. Like I mentioned, Charlie Morton is going to be on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. He's kind of been struggling here so far this season. He's given up at least two earned runs in all three of his starts and against the two pretty good offenses against the Padres back on April 14th and on April 20th against the Dodgers, he allowed five, uh, five earned runs and four earned runs respectively. Also, he's given up three walks each in his last two starts uh, against the Dodgers and the Padres strikeouts. Uh, it's right now it's a nine to six ratio from strikeouts to walks. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't know if I mentioned his ERA, but 6.32 with a 1.53 ERA for Charlie Morton. Uh, Dylan, what do you got for this game, man? Yeah, interesting game here. Both teams are struggling to open the se- to open up the season. 
besides the three touchdown win the other day, the Cubs have been really struggling to put up runs on the board. I don't trust Leiter Jr. Last time he was on the road, he couldn't even make it to the fourth inning, gave up seven runs and walked four batters. Like you said, welcome to the big leagues. Uh, Morin, he hasn't looked his best either. I think the age is becoming a factor for him. And I just think, He's slow coming out of the gates, but hopefully he has a bounce back start. And I was able to get a nice minus one Oh five on the run line for the Braves. So I think they have a bounce back uh, game at home. So give me uncle Charlie and the Braves on the run line here. Yeah. I think I really like the Braves uh, team total in this game to get over. Uh, you know, you're, you're going with Mark Leiter on another road start here. You're going up against a pretty good offense. Uh, in the Atlanta Braves. I know, I mean, most of these teams that we keep seeing uh, offenses, I know offense has been down across the league, but at some point it's going to pick back up. And I think that when you have some of these, you know, less experienced pitchers or bad pitchers, I think that's the time to take advantage of it. And I think this might be one of those spots for the Atlanta Braves, um, especially at home. So I agree with you. I, th- I see a minus 105 on the run line here for the Braves as well. Uh, we'll probably anticipate the number to be four and a half, possibly five, five and a half um, for the Braves. At five and a half, I wouldn't touch it, but if you're able to find a four and a half at around minus 125 on their team total, I kind of do like that to get over uh, for the Atlanta Braves. But did you have anything else for this game here, Dylan? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think at four and a half or five, I would go the team total for the Braves over. I set it at 5.2. So out of five and a half, I wouldn't touch it though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just again, I just need to see more out of uh, uh, Mark Leiter there before I uh, am able to back him again. Uh, rough start against the Rockies and then against the Pirates where he did give up two earned runs. I think that maybe a first five, if you're able to find that for the Atlanta Braves at a two and a half, that, that might be a good yeah. look as well for this game. Uh, next game on the board is going to be the Detroit Tigers at the Minnesota Twins, a 740 uh, Eastern start. Probable pitchers for this matchup is going to be Michael Pineda. For the Detroit Tigers, it's going to be Joe Ryan for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, seeing an opening line for this game. Um, just lost it on my screen here. Let me get back there. Here we go. Um, it will be scrolling down. All right, here we go. Minus 190 for the Minnesota Twins with Joe Ryan on the on, on the mound. Plus 160 for the Detroit Tigers. I'm seeing a over-under set at 7.5. For this game, with the juice to the under at minus 120, run line minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Minnesota Twins, plus one and a half, minus 135 for the Detroit Tigers. Um, diving into the numbers here for the starting pitchers for Michael Pineda, he did, I believe, get his first start uh, last week against the New York Yankees. Was pretty good. Five innings, three hits, did not allow a single earned run in that spot, did have two strikeouts. Did not allow a walk, so um, great start for him there. And then for uh, Joe Ryan for the Minnesota Twins here, he's off to a good start as well. Two and one so far on the season with a 1.69 ERA, a whip below one of .88. He's allowed a total of three earned runs in his 16 innings pitch so far. And he's faced some pretty good offenses, right? His first start was in Seattle, then he went on the road to Boston, and then he was against uh, Kansas City in Kansas City last week. So um, it's not like he's faced any bad um, offenses, we can say here, but Dylan, but what do you got for this game? Yeah, a little tease here, but this one might be my dog of the day. I'll keep this short and sweet. I, I don't think the Twins should be this big of a favorite in this spot. Yeah. I get it. They've won four in a row, but... 
They're going to face against Michael Pineda, and I think he did great in his first start against the Yankees, his former club, going five scoreless innings, only allowed three hits. Now with the Twins, Joe Ryan, he didn't have the best start at home against the Mariners, and I think the way the Tigers have been swinging the bats, there's just too much value here not to take a swing with Pineda and the Tigers. So at this big plus price, I'm going to be on the Tigers here. Wasn't Michael Pineda with the uh, Twins last year, if I'm not mistaken? Let me double check that here. Um, He's been around the league. Yeah. With a bunch of teams. Yeah, he actually was. For the last three seasons, he was with the Twins um, from 2019, 2020, and 2021. So I guess, I mean, I guess we can say maybe some familiarity with the guys on offense for the uh, Minnesota Twins against Michael Pineda. I think the value is good here on plus 165 for him uh, yeah. against the Twins here. I know Joe Ryan has been pretty good as well, but. Um, I, I don't think he should be, like you said, that big of a favorite here at, at minus 190 as the opening line. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that number. Maybe it gets pushed north of 200. Who knows that you're able to get a better price. But yeah. even at that run line on plus one and a half at minus 135 for the Tigers, I don't hate that either. Um, yeah, me either. Yeah, for this game and the over-under, I'll probably lean towards the under in this game as well with these two pitchers uh, pitching the way that they have, especially Joe Ryan and Michael Pineda uh, with a solid start against uh, Yankees in his first start. So under seven uh, under seven and a half, uh, Dylan likes a uh, money line for the Tigers in this game, and I also do like the run line on the Tigers as well, plus one and a half, minus 135 uh, for this game. Um, anything else for this game, uh, Dylan, before we get to the last three of the day? No, I am seeing that the number, the total just dropped to a seven, though. I okay. think that yeah, okay. over is juiced to minus 120, under is at even at plus 100. Okay. So definitely shop around if you're not, uh, don't have win bet available in your state. But um, uh, obviously, that, that number is on the move to seven uh, as we record here on Monday after, or sorry, on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the evening. We have the Houston Astros. Uh, Going up against their state rival, the Texas Rangers, currently seeing a start of seven. Why is this a late start? Uh, 8.05? Well, that's kind yeah. of late. Uh, for, yeah, that's weird. Um, for these two teams, uh, probable pitchers for the Houston Astros, Christian Javier, and for the Texas Rangers. Why do I not see? Do you see a pitcher there for the Rangers, Dylan? Yeah, Otto, I think. Is it Glenn Otto? Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, Glenn refreshed. Otto. Okay, Glenn Otto for the Texas Rangers. Taking a look at the opening line for this matchup, I'm seeing the Astros actually favored minus 115 on the road here, minus 105 on the money line for the Texas Rangers. Over under is set at eight uh, in the run line, minus one and a half, plus 155 for the Astros, plus one and a half, minus 180 for the Rangers on their run line. Uh, looking at these both of these pitchers, Christian Javier, I believe this is going to be his first start of the season in the rotation. He has been coming out of the bullpen for the uh, Astros, and he's been pretty good. He's gone eight and a third inning total so far out of the bullpen, only allowed five hits, no earned runs allowed yet. He does have nine strikeouts, two, one walk. Uh, we mentioned Glenn Otto will be the starter for the um, Texas Rangers here. Looking at his number, he's also off to a pretty good start here. Uh, one and zero. Oh, with a 1.80 ERA, uh, does have uh, his first his first start was actually last week against the Oakland A's. Five innings pitch, did allow two hits, only gave up one earned run, struck out five, and only had one walk for the Texas Rangers. Um, Dylan, what do you got for this game? 
Yeah, no action for me in this one. If he did have to play it, I mean, I would take a shot with the Rangers here at this plus price. They've been playing competitive baseball recently. They've won four of the last five. While the Astros, they're just in shambles right now. Yeah. I, they killed my ticket yesterday. They're, they've lost four of their last five. They're still not hitting. They're leaving runners in scoring position. I just don't like the way they've been playing. And the Rangers, they've actually been hitting the ball. I Seager's coming alive a little bit, but no action for me. I mean, if you had to play the game, I would lean and I would take a chance with the dog at home. I love home puppies, but yeah. I don't want any part of the Astros right now. Yeah, like you mentioned, over, at least over the last seven days, the Houston Astros uh, batting has not been doing well. Number 25 with the, with the batting average of two point, sorry, 207, which ranks number 24, uh, right in between the Cardinals and the Braves there. And then as far as runs, they're below average so far in the last seven days. They've only scored uh, 15 runs in five games, um, which ranks number 19th or tied for number 19 uh, in the entire MLB. Um as much as it pains me, I've got to go also with the Rangers here. Again, like you mentioned, this Astros team is kind of – I know they lost um, Jose Altuve on the IL for I think it's a 10-day IL for his hamstring. Um, but mm-hmm. when you're not hitting the ball, and I think that there's a little bit of extra motivation in this rivalry because the Astros have really owned the Rangers over you know the course of I don't know how many years we go back. So there may be a little extra chip on the Texas Rangers, you know, shoulder here to kind of beat their in-state rival, the Houston Astros. And um, at a minus 115 price, especially with the way uh, Glenn Otto started his first game and with this offense, um, like you mentioned, with Seager coming around, Mark, you have Marcus Simeon, uh, uh, Adolis Garcia in this in this lineup. So I think they may be able to get to Avi Javier here a little bit. So uh, I'll go with uh, the Rangers here as well with you. Um, anything else for this game? Yeah, no, not nothing really. As for the total, I set my line at an 8.7, so slight lean over, but I wouldn't trust the Houston side. Maybe look for a Rangers team total. Yeah, that's a good look. Again, um, yeah, like we mentioned, the Astros offense is struggling right now, and you know maybe maybe a spot where you're able to find a cheap price on the uh, Rangers team total here against uh, Christian Javier for the uh, Houston Astros. Uh, Next game on the board, two games left here. We have the Cleveland Guardians in L.A. to take on the Angels. Um, I'm sorry, in Anaheim uh, to take on the Angels. Uh, Starting pitchers for this game, it's going to be Zach Plezak for the Cleveland Guardians. Shohei Otani is going to be on the mound for the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, Seeing the opening line here of minus, golly, minus 190. For the LA Angels with Otani on the mound, plus 160 with the Guardians with Zach Plezak on the mound. Total is set at seven and a half with juice to the under at minus 115. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus 110 for the Angels with plus one and a half, minus 130 for the Guardians. Uh, looking at the numbers here for this, these two pitchers, Zach Plezak, one and one so far with a 1.53 ERA, a whip of 1.08. Uh, three starts so far in this season. He's been pretty good. He's gone at least five innings in every single one of the starts. Uh, over the last two starts, he's given up one earned run against the Chicago White Sox. He gave up two against the San Francisco Giants in his first start on the road against the Kansas City Royals. Didn't allow a single hit. I'm sorry, didn't allow a single run. Did give up three hits, but uh, he's pitching so far very well for the Cleveland Guardians. For the Los Angeles Angels, it is going to be reigning MVP. Shohei Otani, two pretty great starts, and uh, those two were against the Houston Astros. Again, he's very familiar with that team being in that division. So 
Not sure how much we can take away from that. The other shot was against the Texas Rangers where he did get torched by them. Three and a two-thirds inning pitched, gave up six earned runs. Um, Otani, last season, going back to when he won the MVP, he was really good um, pitching. Uh, last season, he had a 1.95 ERA with a 1.07 whip. So far this season against the Astros, he does only have one home start here. Um Again, which was like I said, against the Astros, where he was really good, uh, did only give up, let's see, one earned run in that game, I believe, is what I said. So, great start here for Otani. Um, but Dylan, what do you got for this game, man? Yeah, the Angels have actually been playing better. I was knocking them last week that they weren't losing two out of three to the Orioles, but they were able to knock Shane Bieber out of the game last night. They, like I said, they won two in a row. Now, Otani's back on the mound. And I think that gives the Angels a huge boost, not just defensively, offensively as well. Mike Trout is back in the fold. He had a triple last night. Taylor Ward, he had two bombs last night. Duffy, he's swinging the bat well. So I like the Angels here. I think they get the job done. They cover the run line. I needed a plus 108, and I think we barely got there. I'm seeing a plus 115 over at win bet. Mm -hmm. So give me the Halos minus one and a half over, uh, over over the Guardians. Excuse me. Yeah, if I was going to trust um, the Angels with Otani, it's going to be at home, and I think this is a good spot for them, especially on that run line. Like, I don't like laying the minus 190 price, yeah. um, but especially at, at a one and a half at, at plus money, at plus 110, plus 115, uh, I think that's a good spot for them to, uh, or for at least for the Angels to come out and, and play well here. I think that Otani can limit this offense for the Guardians. So um, I'll take the... Uh, angels here as well on um on the run line uh do you have any thoughts on the total there dylan i set it at 8.1 because otani has been prone to giving up some runs as well so at a seven and a half i would lean over i think we see some runs here okay um all right let's get to the last game of the night it's gonna be the oakland a's headed to the bay area to take on the san francisco giants nine this has to be wrong. I think it's yeah, 945 Eastern start time. Um, yeah. Currently seeing uh, Paul Blackburn is going to be on the mound for the Oakland A's. For the San Francisco Giants, I am seeing no one. Do you see a picture there for? Uh, on ESPN, it says Jacob Janus or Janus. I don't know how to okay, pronounce that right. Yeah. 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 Okay, there we go. I don't know why I did an update for me. All right. So let me start here with Paul Blackburn. Of the Oakland A's, um, he has been pretty good, pretty pretty good for the Oakland A's here. Two and zero so far. He has a ERA of one point zero. What? Sorry, one point eight zero. A WHIP below one of point eight. Um, three starts so far this season. He's gone exactly five innings in all three of his starts. Um, he's given up a combined three earned runs in uh, the three starts here so far. Uh, 14 strikeouts to one walk for Paul Blackburn, which is really good. Um, He's faced the Baltimore Orioles and he's faced the uh, Toronto Blue Jays on the road and the Tampa Bay Rays on the road as well. And his uh, two out of three starts have been on the road, like I mentioned. Um, For the San Francisco Giants, uh, Jacob Junis or Eunice, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but um, he did have one start last week against the Washington Nationals. He did go five innings. Gave up three hits, four strikeouts to zero walks. Um, 
I don't have much for this game. I'll probably, or let me, did I read the opening lines for this game? Let me see if I can. Find I was it. just going to ask you if you see lines. Cause I don't see any lines over at WinBet. Um, Let me check another odd screen here. Yeah. I see a minus 145 opening number for the giants plus 125 for the Oakland A's over under set at seven and a half with juice to the under at minus 115. And then the run line minus one and a half. Plus 150 for the Giants, plus one and a half, minus 170 for the Oakland A's. Um, I think I'd probably just play the under in this game. I mean, these two pitchers have been doing really well. Uh, definitely check the uh, uh, um, the weather report for this game. But Dylan, do you have anything specific for this game? Yeah. What What was the total again? I'm sorry. Uh, seven and a half with juice to the under at minus 115. Mm, nothing on the total. I probably, if I was able, if more money comes in on the Giants, I probably would lean to the dog. Like you said, Blackburn, he's been actually really yeah. good, especially on the road against two good ball clubs, Toronto and Tampa, both going five innings. He's only given up one or two runs, excuse me, in the Toronto, but he striking out 10 batters, one walk. And I think, I think those lineups are relatively the same or a little better than the giants right now. So I think first five under maybe, or lean first five plus a half with the A's. I, I like Blackburn in this spot. Yeah. I mean, like he's, he's been really solid. Like I mentioned um, exactly five innings each um, in the uh, three starts here for him. Maybe uh, if you want to take a look when the once, uh, once the books do release, release it, I'm sorry. Uh, first five innings money line for the uh, yeah. Oakland Acers. If we really trust Paul Blackburn, because a lot of times, a lot of betters know in the MLB that those bullpens can always torture you and and lose the games for you. So, um, yeah, I like that call by you by the Oakland A's here at plus one twenty five, especially with uh, Paul Blackburn on the mound. Um, that's gonna be the last game for the uh, Wednesday schedule here. Let's take one final break here, uh, Dylan. We'll come back. We'll identify our lock and dog, and then we'll get some final thoughts, and then we'll wrap up the show. So we'll be right back after we hear from our uh, sponsors. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports better on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. And last but certainly not least, make sure to download the SGPN app. Currently have the NFL props contest going on where first place gets $500 and a winner take all. Make sure to get over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or right there on the SGPN app. Just click the context tab and the winner takes all. All right. Coming off of the break, let's get into our picks here, Dylan. Uh, I'll give you the floor first here, my man. Uh, what do you like for your lock and dog for this Wednesday schedule? I was going back and forth because I really like Chris Bassett, but it is a pick right now. But I'll stay in the NL East 
Give me the fish. Pablo Lopez, I think at this discounted price against a national team that's just in disarray right now, losers of five straight. I know they're home, but I, I just think the, with the way the Marlins have been hitting and Pablo Lopez on the mound, I think he gets it done. So my lock is going to be the Marlins on the money line at minus 120. And for my dog, I alluded to it a little early. I just think we've gone way too far with this total. I'm going to take the Tigers on the road here. No way Joe Ryan should be this big of a favorite at home. So I think Michael Pineda, he has success on the road and there's no way he should be this big of an underdog. So I think we have a lot of value here with the Tigers. Give me them as my dog of the day. I like it. So for Dylan, it'll be the Marlins minus 120 uh, on the money line uh, against the Phillies. No, sorry, the Nationals. I'm no, sorry, the, the Nationals. Nationals yeah. yeah. Uh, Paulo Lopez versus the Nationals, minus 120 on the money line. And then his dog is going to be the Detroit Tigers with Michael Pineda on the mound against the Minnesota Twins. Um, yeah, I like those picks, uh, Dylan. Good calls there. Uh, for myself, uh, let's see. For my lock, um, I'm going to keep fading the Padres. Uh, I'm sorry, the Reds. Uh, I'm going to back the Padres. Give me the give me the run line like for the that. Padres at minus one and a half at plus money for my lock. Um, again, offensively, this team has just not been doing very well um, with without Jonathan India, without Mike Moustakis. They're bottoms in the league in a lot of the statistical categories, and Mackenzie Gore has been pretty good so far in his starts for the um, for the uh, San Diego Padres. So. I'm going to back the Padres on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 110 as my lock for my dog. Um, let's take a look here. Don't like. Let's go. I really do like the Marlins as well. Um, you know what? I'll take the Mar I'm going to take the Marlins on the run line. That's a really juicy number at plus 160. So I guess we'll double dip here, Dylan. What do you think? Um, yeah, I thought you were going to go with your Red Sox here. Yeah, I mean, it's I know it's Michael Walker, but <laughs> I just, this lineup really for the Red Sox has been really inconsistent for me. And, you know, this bullpen is really good, isn't really great either. And if, if there was a plus, or sorry, a first five inning money line there, I would have taken it, but I just don't see. So I don't want to give that out to the, our listeners if they can't find that number. If I, if I, even if I can't confirm it's um, at a plus price. So uh, let's go with the Marlins run line plus 160. I think that's a pretty good odds uh, for the Marlins here. Again, we you know we talked about with Pablo Lopez off to an absolutely fantastic start so far. Um, for the Marlins and again, this national teams, like you mentioned, is just in disarray. And again, offensively, not so great. So I'll take the Marlins run line minus one and a half plus 160. I wish the Mets were. Yeah, me too. At a bigger dog price where we can give that out, but I'm currently seeing it at around even money and it's starting to move towards their direction. So I, I don't want to give that one out. Um, yeah, let's just stick with uh, – I'll stick with the Marlins here. Um, I think we handicapped that game real well uh, with Pablo Lopez on the mound. So, And that's a good number at uh, plus 160. And like I said, they've they've won all three of his starts so far, and two out of the three have been by at least uh, 
at least two runs. The one that wasn't was against the Giants at two to one, but other two games, I think they won by at least four to five plus runs uh, over their opponents. So uh, I'll stick with that. Um, that's going to do it. Dylan, you have anything else you want to mention or get off your chest for baseball uh, before we get out of here? No, that's about it. I got six plays tonight. I put them out on my Twitter. If you guys want, all my plays on Twitter are free, uh, at rock 24 with two K's. And obviously, uh, you got to make sure you follow MLB SGPN. Noah's doing a great job over there, uh, growing our follower base, but yeah, just sweated out, uh, that man city real Madrid. I took man city minus one in a pet, penalty in the 88th minute with cream Benzema. So my ticket shot. So not off to the best start, <laughs> but you pushed, right? You did a minus one. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, they have to win by two. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah soccer it's is the different. Asian handicap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Oh man. That's tough. Yeah. I took the, I wanted to take the over three before the game started. And by the time I looked at the clock, it was two Oh two. And then I tried to get in on live, but then the screen went off. I was like, oh, shit, somebody just scored. And lo and behold, <laughs> uh, Man City got on the board like in the third minute. But then I was able to find a three and a half at minus 120. So that one cashed fairly easily. Um, yeah. Uh, by a half, it was three goals, and they added one more. So, um, yeah, good start of Champions League. Uh, uh, we have Liverpool tomorrow, so I'm sure you and I are both going to be watching that yes. game. That's going to be a lot of fun. But a lot of baseball uh, we're just getting started, guys. Uh, long season here. We're going to be here daily, at least Monday through uh, Friday, um, recording it in some form or fashion. Um, uh, one, two, three, four of us, uh, or at least three of us, or two of us will be on the pod uh, going for the rest of the season. So, uh, Dylan, thank you so much for joining me, my man. Again, we'll be back tomorrow for the Thursday games. Uh, good luck with your bets this week and also today. Hopefully we can make you guys some money again. Like Dylan said, make sure to get over on Twitter. If you haven't followed us, make sure to give us a follow at SGPNMLB. Uh, Noah is absolutely crushing it for our uh, Twitter account. So make sure to give us a follow and give us all the hard work that he's putting in. And please, if you haven't already, if you're listening to us, Leave us a rating and review. I haven't really seen a lot of uh, reviews come in for the MLB gambling podcast. So if you guys can help us out with that, leave us a rating and review uh, that will help us out tremendously on the charts and just help this uh, show grow um, exponentially. And we can be here all season long. Uh, good luck with your bets. We'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, let's break these books off and let it ride.